What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are glad you're here. If you will help us reach more people for Jesus, hit like, share, subscribe, and turn the bell on. We don't ever talk about the bell. Turn the bell on for notifications so that you know when we post a new video every Monday and Thursday. Thursday. Our new videos on YouTube, um, Spotify, Apple, Podcast. Podbean. Podbean, all, all this stuff. Brandon, are you feeling uncomfortable? today yeah a little bit okay so here's here's why i'm uncomfortable so we my wife and i have four kids uh, soon to be 13 down to six and as we have you know been married longer and the kids have aged you start you start noticing things about your children okay and i'm just gonna you know lay it out there there's this meme or this uh saying i saw that it's really frustrating as a parent when you start realizing that the behavior you uh, are most disappointed in in your children is essentially a mirror image of you. <laughs> uh, so that's terrible. Yeah, you know, I'm going to brag on my wife. She is not over the top. She's not drama. All these things that I love about her. And, and I'm kind of a challenge sometimes. <laughs> uh, I mean, I just, I am. And there are times that often, uh, and I'm speaking of my oldest, to where if we need to be somewhere at 7.30, if everybody in the house is not ready by 6.30, ready to leave to be 30 minutes early, he's like twitching over here like a fiend or something. Like he cannot handle it. And it's starting to really aggravate me. <laughs> Until <laughs> somebody pointed out, my wife That's goes. Why, and Leah pointed it my out. My wife goes, Brandon, this is what it was like to grow up with you. And I'm <laughs> like, Leah's taking uh, taking my side. Over yeah, here. I'm I, like, you I are so <laughs> right. It's uncomfortable for two reasons. One, that is that is me reincarnated. And two, when your wife is right more often than you'd like to admit, and you're like, <laughs> That's uncomfortable. You're too. right, babe. So there's the uncomfortable. She's like, Say that again. Yeah. Say that again. Yep. That's awesome. Yep. So, uh, Apple doesn't fall far, no, far from the tree, does no, it? No, I would like it not to shine as bright as, <laughs> you know, me, like in the sense of that is you 100%, but Max is probably about the most reincarnated version of me that we have in our house. Yeah, I've got one in my house, too, that's a reincarnation of you, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. I mean, unfortunately, she's a great kid. Oh, she's Fantastic. awesome. Yeah, uh, but she, that, she, she'll twitch, too. When yep. it's when That's we're not funny. on time, and she twitches a lot. Yep, because <laughs> I'm 15 minutes early and I feel late. Shane's 15 minutes late and he feels early. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle. That. Yeah, yeah. So I want to point one thing out though. I don't know. The only one person knows this that uh, this guy was the first one in the studio this morning. That's true. Ooh. Yeah, that was one out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> But this is this is also about this guy. The one out of ten, he's not going to let you forget. Yeah, that's right. I yeah. was going to say, yeah, yeah it was it yesterday, the day before. Yeah, we were wor working out. We're working out at uh, six. Can you work out at six forty tomorrow? Yes, sir. Let's do it. Six forty. I'm sitting there, getting stretched. Six fifty. Sitting there. Seven o'clock. Hey, man, running late. 
7.14. Yeah. Pulls in the driveway. We were supposed to work out at 6.40. Here we Man. go. Uh, I thought you had something to do this morning. I did, but I just really couldn't get, the, get out of bed. <laughs> I, I couldn't, get, couldn't get moving. I'll say that this morning I was early because my twitching daughter had to be at football practice. Ah, gotcha. I was so, wondering what it is. Uh, yeah. There was a reason She needed a little that. help. She needed a little help. Sean, will you open us up in prayer yes, and then we'll get us started? Dear God, just... um. Thank you for your word, and just, uh, Lord, just help us to reach uh, listeners for you, for your glory, uh, for your praise, Lord, and just uh, help us to tell others uh, about Jesus. Give us opportunities to do that. Thank you for this platform that you've uh, that you've given us. Thank you for these men. Thank you for all the uh, godly men you've surrounded us with and continue to uh, allow us to be mentored by um, and just for sending them into our lives, Lord. Help us to have a great rest of our week and uh, into the weekend. And uh, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Wasn't trying to call you out there, by the way. That's I, all right. I, I love to be called out every <laughs> once in a while. Oh, man. We all do. Oh, man. Amen. I say every once in a while. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> I need to call out a lot. What you got for us today, Brandon? So I've been spending a lot of time in the book of James. James, it's not surprising, the more I've dove into the Word, is probably one of my favorite books in the Bible in the New Testament. And it's not surprising because I'm a very practical person. And James, if you know anything about James, it is the practical layout of our actions mirror our heart. You know? Okay. And we've talked about this before. And here's the thing. There's going to always be an overlap in our discussions. And sure. I think that's the beauty of the word. Is like it's a living document. You know, it's, it's literally ongoing living breathing and as we mature as believers hopefully and as a as a it's talked about in hebrews you go from the milk to the substance to the food you know so you're as a believer you don't need to be on milk for the rest of your life you know you need to really start being able to chew and process you know deeper information james just lays it out there like if i could pick anybody to be on our podcast it'd probably be james if i could go back and you know in time because it did probably hurt our feelings a lot. I don't think there's any probably to it. <laughs> <laughs> I think just the presence of him walking in this room would yeah. straighten up. It's humbling just to say it. Yeah. Um, because he just was adamant. Just And here's the cool thing about James. It's five chapters. You could read them five, six times in a month, you know, over and over again or read one verse. But he's literally just emphasizing you think you're a believer for the for the Lord, you're living for him? Well, here's a great template to put over your life and to see how much it matches up. Y'all remember when we used to draw or sketch and you'd have a clear piece of paper that yeah. would go over? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, this is James and him laying it out, and then this is us, and how much are we on point with that with what we've already sketched? I want to touch on one thing specifically in James, and this is something that just almost TKO'd me when I really, when it really clicked. I've read this m numerous times, and it just hit me. So we're in James 4, verse 3. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions, you adulterous people. Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And so here's when I feel out of touch with the Lord, 
it is completely me not knowing how to pray correctly. So I'm going to go back to verse 3. When I hear that, I just hear, what is your ambition? Yeah. Yeah. Is your ambition to please the world or for your own glory, or is it to please God and for his glory? And I think that's the perfect segue into the, you know, I didn't have just this profound question, but more a thought or two of if you really just put every choice you make in a day on a T chart, world glorifying the Lord, world glorifying the Lord. Now, do I think you can do things that are a part of your day to day and you run them through the filter of glorifying the Lord? I think that's how we're supposed to be thinking, mm-hmm. right? But I normally go, world, 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 world. Oh, 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 Lord, let me bring it back over here to you because it's not going my way now. Right. And mm-hmm. so that goes back to that, you adulterous people, you spend it on your passions. So the point, and it was a Francis Chan thing I was watching this, this morning that really kind of nailed this home. And we're also in James in Sunday school. And our pastor's preaching on James. I feel like the Lord's like, hey, Brandon, you need to pay attention. <laughs> um, <laughs> And is that Francis Chan said, you people have got it wrong if you don't think that you serve a jealous God. You know, we want to paint a little picture and feel good about it. But the reality is, is he's like, James is saying, you are an adulterous person. Now, we know what we think about when we hear the word adultery. Yeah. That's, that's no bueno. It's, it's bad, negative, yucky, all those things. And the Lord's saying, you're, James is saying, we're an adulterous person towards, Na- towards naturally. God. Yeah. So it, no profound question other than, you know, what, what jumps out to you for James and for that in your mind. The first part of that verse says you ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly, wrongly and spend it on your passions. Yeah. What should our passion be? Like if we, James must have been in tune with what they were doing, uh, whoever he was talking to, because he knew that their pat to use in this context, he knew that their passion wasn't the Lord. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's that's tough. Okay, if I claim to be a follower of Jesus, and I and I'm I'm saying with my words that I want to live for Him, but then my passions don't line up with that, like that T-chart, mm-hmm. Mr. Teacher Mode over there, the T-chart. It had a moment like I where did. I was trying to figure out, what's he talking about? T- yeah, me, me too. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I know it, exactly what you're saying. I about. think about... <laughs> I, automatically, I knew it when he drew it out. That was it. it was like, I automatically think about, like, uh, what does total surrender look like? You know, what, what does that really mean? And um, I think that that is a common struggle with a lot of people uh, that live in America, you know, especially, you know, uh, top three, you know, Enneagram guys, you know, that are just go-getter and, you know, a million miles an hour and want to do this and do that. And, uh, you know, like I am, um, and it's a struggle. Uh, I think there was even um, uh, a segment of a book that we were reading that time, Obi, that talked about uh, – Top three uh, in America was like an alcoholic living above a saloon uh, whenever it came to like uh, getting out there and getting it done and, you know, being distracted by the things of the world, you know, and, and from an entrepreneur perspective. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, it's almost just like you got to start and end every day, you know, with uh, <clears throat> just praying for God to, to, to keep you focused, you know, on Him. And, and uh, you know, if you're passionate about something, how do you glorify Him in that? How do you glorify, how do you take that uh, that you're passionate about and and glorify him on on every level of it, and not yourself. You know, it's mm-hmm. not about it's not about you. You know, it's about what you get excited about. But how are you going to use that as a tool for him and be a good steward of what he has, um, you know, blessed you with? You know, from a uh, maybe a go getter mentality, or from a uh, just being smart enough to to understand how to start a business and and to get out there and to be successful at it. And uh, it's easy to get overwhelmed and totally consumed mm-hmm. by um, by that by that one thing that you're excited about, or you know, I mean. So how are you going to flip the script and turn that into a way that we can we can use it for God's glory, not our own? I think that's a a great point. Is like this <laughs> analogy of like what what you're blessed with can also be your curse, right? Sure. Mm-hmm. Both sides of oh, that. Yeah. And the Lord blesses us. He makes us certain ways. He puts these things into us so that we honor Him. That's right. Yep. But we. That's right. Can go. You can easily go. It's it's just so either it's way. So quickly yeah. can turn the wrong way. It's a fine uh, line. But you're right, Sean. Like it, we, you point it back to. Well, God gave me these passions. God gave me these talents. You know. But and, are they glorifying me? But are they glorifying me? Exactly. Yeah. And and it's almost like. You're you're in a constant tug of war between using those passions to either glorify the Lord or glorify you, mm-hmm. and and at least that's the way that I feel a lot of the times. <laughs> and our our natural tendency is to glorify ourselves, right? Yeah, I mean, but, yeah because yeah. because that makes the world yes and our culture yes. Yep. You know, yeah. good. Thanks, man. Buddy. Way to go, you man. You guys are killing it. Like, that, that physically feels good, like yeah. a pat on the back. Like, <laughs> yeah. you do, you're doing good, buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Like, we, hey, let's. So, going down into James, I think this just cements what you guys just said. That was awesome. Verse 7 Submit yourselves, therefore, to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double minded. So, basically, what you guys just said. Everything I do can be cross-checked before and after. Was was this intentionally for God's people to know Him, or is it for me? Ooh, just think about that in a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and mm-hmm. ha- and how and that that tells us what we need to do in order to keep our focus mm-hmm. on the right way. Yeah, and that's draw near to God. That's right. If we're drawing near, if we're seeking His will, if we're getting in His Word, if we're surrounding ourselves with like-minded people that are going to point us back to him whenever we look the other way and try to go this way that we're naturally inclined to go. If we're drawing near, then we're, we're going to have a lot better opportunity and chance to do it. I want to add one more thing to that. Like me personally, I know everybody's different. We all struggle with different stuff. Me personally, I don't like, I don't need a whole lot of glorification. I like, I'm not looking for that, but a lot of times I'll walk through my day without even thinking about what's, what God's will is in certain circumstances and whatever I'm doing and whatever talents he's blessed me with. That is just as bad as seeking glory for myself or for, or for God. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like yeah. not being aware of it and just rolling through a day without 
intentionally trying to glorify the Lord is just the same on a sin level as wanting somebody to pat me on the back or say, hey, good job, man. You're doing awesome. Like, mm-hmm. I appreciate what you're doing, man. Mm-hmm. You're cool. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. your face looks nice. You yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. You're killing it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Very true. I like it. Hey, appreciate you. Appreciate you. Are we... Anybody else got anything? Sorry. I think we're good. No. All right. Appreciate you guys joining us today. If you would, hit the like, (laughs) share, subscribe. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.